Hey, welcome to RushCast. My name's Jay Mantis, and I appreciate you being here. This is a lot of fun, you know what I mean? I'm glad you're here listening to me talk about my favorite band. It's a fun thing. I came upstate this weekend because uh, my buddy's having a birthday party. You guys, you know, you guys know producer Kevin, right? Well, we both came up upstate New York this weekend to celebrate his 25th birthday. So I figured I'd record upstate this weekend, and uh, you know I had to. We actually planned on recording on Thursday of this week. Kevin and I had it all planned out, because if you remember last week, I said we were going to do Lyrics 2.0, round round two of Lyrics on the trivia series, and that um, was going to happen on Thursday, and then I realized... None of my contestants likely will be able to record in the middle of the day because you're all adults and you all work. So, well, you're not all adults, but most of you are. So I figured we'd just stick to the weekend. So here we are. Not that it matters to you guys. It gets released at the same time anyway, but the same day. Uh, so here's the deal. I wanted to kind of... Um, I wanted to give the contestants on the trivia series a little bit more time to socialize in a sense. I, I wanted to let them talk a bit more because I'm, yeah, and I want to take a, a second here to thank the people who are in the trivia series for doing this because it's something I wanted to do and I, I'm, I'm discovering it's more difficult than I thought it would be for me just because I need to come up with questions every week and it's, um, you run out pretty quickly and then calling everybody and keeping score and, and things like that. So it's been tough for me and I appreciate people just being a part of it. Like some of, some of you guys admitted that you're like, I'm probably not going to be very good, but I'll do it. And that's, that's all I really want. I don't, I'm not going to, the score really doesn't mean much to me. It'll be cool to see who gets the most at the end. But if you go the whole time, you don't get any right. Um, it's really not, I, I don't care, you know? So, I would like to uh, I would like to hear from those of you who are listening every week and are not participating. Some of you messaged me and said, "I think the trivia series is a cool idea, but I don't necessarily want to be a part of it, and I or maybe I don't want to be on the air, or I don't think I'd be good at it, or whatever reason." And that's cool. But for those of you who are listening weekly and haven't emailed me in a bit. Send me an email, rushcash2112 at gmail.com, and let me know how like let me know how you're doing. I'd be curious to know which kinds of questions you like the most. Um, maybe a specific area or a topic that you would like to hear questions on. Or you or maybe you have your own questions you want me to send to the contestants. That would be number one. Like if you've got a cool trivia question or two or ten, send them to me. And I'll maybe I'll use a couple of them. I would l- definitely love to help. But if you're a contestant, don't send me don't send me questions if you're a contestant. I'm not going to use them if you're participating. But yeah, I would like to know how people are doing because that's part of the reason I wanted to do this was it's for people who aren't participating as well. Like we've got 20 people or so participating in the album, in the trivia series and. 
the other 800 of you or whatever that are listening and not participating can also play. You know, you could play along while you're listening. And I think that's, I always thought that that's what would make it fun. So uh, send me an email. As always, follow me on Twitter. Uh, well, you can follow Rushcast at Rushcast2112, but you can also follow me at Mantis if you're interested. And follow Kevin. Follow producer Kevin at Kevin Delano. It's his birthday, you guys. Man, I haven't listened to a ton of Rush this week. Uh, I have. I've. I've realized that I've had. I've had the Vapor Trails remix in my car. Since I bought my car, which was the summer of 2014, so it's been two years, and I remember. I I remember. Um, I was student teaching. Right after I got right after that summer, and I remember listening to that remix. Not that I hadn't heard it before, but you know when you put a physical CD in your car and it just kind of stays there, and sometimes you have nothing else to lift, listen to, so you're forced to listen to that album or that music. What? Not that it's bad music, but you know what I mean. When you put a CD in your car, sometimes it's like, well, I got nothing else. Here we go. And I did that with Counterparts for the longest time. I finally took Counterparts out of my car. That was a CD that never left my car. And the reason I took it out was because it was simply getting trashed. I like having the physical copies of the CDs of each album. And, you know, just from banging around in my car, it, you know, the plastic was getting all nasty and scratched. And it just didn't look the way I wanted it to look. So I took it out. But I left the sort of that paper, that kind of cardboard um, case that these CDs come in now on the Vapor Trails remix, unlike Counterparts. Where there's no there's no plastic to break off or anything like that, or shatter or whatever. So, so I have Vapor Trails remix in there, and I realized this week, I mean, this thing hasn't left in two solid years, and I still don't want it to leave. Vapor Trails is climbing; it is climbing up the ranks, and uh, it's going from it went from essentially dead last when I first became a fan. I'll never forget. Talking to my dad about how like this album has no synthesizers, like it's a chunk of the of of the heart of Rush that is not present on this album, and we just automatically assumed we were just like, yeah, well, it's a crappy album, whatever. At least there's uh 18, 17, 18 other great albums, but it's totally it's climbed one at a time past other albums in my ranking, and it's it's like. It's it's starting to knock on the door for third place with Snakes and Arrows. You know what I mean? It's just, the more I listen to it, the more I'm like there's so much going on on this album. There is so much to uh, there's so much content to consume on this album. Lyrically, obviously, thematically in the lyrics, thematically in the music. There are so many musical themes that are coming out. You remember on the Vapor Trails episode when I said there was that I always kind of thought of Secret Touch as the, you know, it's a single, yes, it's a hit, but it's like, it was always the the head of the album. It was always the king, you know? It was, Secret Touch was, it was representative of Vapor Trails to me. And there's obviously that, that jarring chord when the, 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 the band kicks in after the intro. And that was this minor six chord. And six chords are really weird. We talked about this a few episodes ago. And 
what do we get at the very end of the album? A very important time for me is the very last 10 seconds of a record, I think are extremely telling and have a lot of information in those 10 seconds, even on like a fade out. And the last 10 seconds of the album, we hear at the end of Out of the Cradle, this like really um, unstable guitar sound ringing out and the note is a sixth so we're making this sixth chord again and it kind of in my head becomes like the you know like that f sharp suspended chord in hemispheres and the beginning of far cry became the hemispheres chord in the same way this is sort of the vapor trails chord even though it, it maybe only happens those two times they're at extremely important parts of the album it's um you know, its signature song, Secret Touch, is sort of built around that chord. And then the last 10 seconds of the album, I think, are extremely important to any album. I'd be curious to know... I'd be curious to know who... I think I read that Alex Lifeson is the one who arranges the song order when they write an album. Does anybody else remember reading that? I thought I read that Alex was the one in charge of... Um, you know, song order on a record. But that, if, you know, if I if I had 10 minutes to ask Alex questions, um, I would definitely do that privately on the phone and not record it and not share it with any of you. I'm just kidding. I would, I would definitely record it and show you all, but I think I would spend a nice amount of time on that. I don't know. I haven't heard from any of you who, like, maybe one or two of you who expressed the same kind of interest because it's kind of eccentric in a way. But I'm I'm fascinated by song order, and I would love to sit down with Alex and talk. If if he truly is the only only one deciding what order these songs go in, and, and just ask him, you know, why is this song at the end? Why is this song not at the end, or or whatever? Man, I'm getting I'm getting jacked up on Vapor Trails. I'm very excited, and it's it, it's not really getting old. I think the only song that I skip now. When I listen to the record, th- well, no, there are two, obviously two songs. I've said this before as well. I can't listen to One Little Victory anymore just because I've heard it so much. You know, it's not it's not a knock. I'm just saying a, I just played it to death. I never listen to that anymore. The only time I hear that song now is if I'm like, if something big happens on the road and I get distracted, you know, if there's a big accident or something um, and I forget to skip it, or if I'm at a Rush concert, which is... <clears throat> lately never <laughs> doesn't happen very often but the other one is peaceable kingdom Pe- sometimes i like to skip peaceable kingdom and um it's kind of my least favorite of the remixed tunes but it, it kind of has like a seven cities of gold vibe to me where they're heavy they're riffy but songwriting wise i don't know that they're the strongest ever and I'm not talking lyrically. Like, forget the forget the lyrics for now. Uh, the rest of them, I think, are great. Great, great album. Great, great. I need I need synonyms for good and great. As a podcast host, that is my flaw. I think I'm getting better with ums and I don't know those generic uh, time or you know time fillers. But I gotta find synonyms, and I'll just sit here with a thesaurus while I'm podcasting. You know who's good at that? It's producer Kevin. That's why I like having him in the room when I'm 
when I'm here, I can ask him about words and stuff. Because, you know, he reads, and I don't. I'm getting done with a couple of books, though. There's a sports book that I'm reading by my favorite podcaster, Colin Cowherd. And the, uh, there's a Rush book that I'm trying to finish that's kind of tough to get through. It's a, a little bit over my head uh, in terms of, like, as far as literature goes. But I'm almost done, and then I'll share my thoughts on that. All right, are we ready to start here? Let's do it. It's time for the Trivia Series. I say. Brought to you by Doug's Rush Toothpaste. Don't just brush your teeth. Rush your teeth. Go brush your teeth. First up today, we have Madison Vandenberg. How you doing, Madison? I'm doing well, Jay. Thanks. Good. Where are you calling from? Salt Lake City, Utah. Salt Lake City. What do you guys do out there? Um... Oh, all sorts of things. A lot of outdoor stuff. Today, actually, I'm going to see uh, a play. So, it's all good. Uh, is it 95 degrees there like it is in the rest of the country? It's either 95 or 95,000. I haven't decided. <laughs> it's been super hot here in the U.S., but... Yeah, um, yeah, it is. And I'm riding my motorcycle today, so it's it's even hotter with my leathers. Is, is Salt Lake City a place that Rush visits often? When they're touring? Yeah, they, they pretty much always come here. I've seen them many times here. Is There's probably one big venue in that city, right? There's there's actually a couple of venues. They they normally go to this one outdoor venue, but for R40, they went to an indoor venue this time. Would, uh, is, does one sound better? Because we have the same thing in upstate New York, where there's an outdoor venue, and then there's um, a couple indoor, like, tin cans, and I much prefer the indoor one. Or, uh, I'm sorry, the outdoor venue. Oh, yeah, I absolutely. The outdoor is way better. Cool. What was the first tour you saw them yeah. on? Uh, oh, first tour. Same as you. I saw Snakes. That was... I, I started listening to Rush in, um, I don't know, probably 2006-ish? 2005-2006? Yeah, right about the same time as me. Yeah. So, do, don't you love snakes then, if that's the case? <laughs> you know, I I do I do like it, but I, unlike you, I'm a 70s I'm a 70s rush gal and wow. 80s. You went That's really rare, I think. You went backwards. You started You started really late, obviously, obviously in the catalog. Yeah. And then uh, we're exposed to all these like new releases, and then went back to the '70s stuff, and ended up liking that stuff better. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've always liked um, older music anyway. My my dad my dad was the one that introduced me to Rush, so he um, and and pretty much all of my all of my music. So I I like his era. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. You ready for your trivia question? Yes. Okay. Here we go. What is the only instrumental? that has a fade out ending. Oh, shoot. Okay, fade out. Um, I don't think it's, it's not hope. It's not malignant narcissism. Um, it's not leave that thing, or is it? Dang it. <laughs> um, is it, is it YYZ? Final answer? 
Yeah. No, it was leave that thing alone. What? It's the only one that Dang fades it. out. Oh man, I should have known. It's I all good. Leave that thing alone. You wouldn't know it, but I do. <laughs> yeah, it's I great promise. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. We'll talk to you in a week, okay? Okay, sounds good, Jay. Thanks. All right, a lot. see you later. Bye. Dave Steiner. Jay Mantis, how you doing? Good. I, I like it when you say my name like that. That makes me feel like I'm important. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you use my first and last name, so I figured I'd do the same. Yeah, you have to say it triumphantly. Uh, where are you calling from, Dave? St. Louis, Missouri. That's right. You seen any Card- Cardinals games out there? Uh, you know, I haven't been to any uh, this year. I'm still getting over the Blues uh, getting knocked out of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And then... Not having a chance at the cup, so They've, I'm still uh, licking my wounds from that. That's true. Uh, I'm sure the Cardinals will get it together here by the fall, though. Yeah, well, the Cubs are uh, certainly uh, uh, far ahead of them so far, so we'll see what happens. Right. Um, is uh, I imagine Rush plays St. Louis just about every time they're touring, right? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I've uh, seen them here every time since 1980. Holy crap. Every tour since 1980? Yeah. yeah, Has it always been the same venue? Oh, no, no. Uh, For the longest time, it was our old hockey arena, the Checker Dome or the arena, and then the more modern one, which they call Scotch Trade, or the uh, local shed, the Riverport Amphitheater. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they played a few different venues here throughout the years. Uh, I mean, St. Louis is – they were – Early on, St. Louis was a rush stronghold way back in the 70s. Interesting. Yeah, yep. I'm jealous that you've seen them on every tour since 80. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I'm a little bit older than you, and, I, you know, I got into them when I was 12, and now I'm 51, so you can do the math. (laughs) Did did you get to experience the crowds getting bigger, or, or were they already playing arenas by 1980? Well, uh, certainly here in St. Louis, uh, they were headlining here even back on the 2112 tour and Farewell to Kings, and they were playing the hockey arena, you know, selling out, you know, 18,000 oh, yeah, theater. That, that's a good point. Yeah, even w- several albums before that, they were already getting that big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, once permanent waves, moving pictures, signals, you know, that's when they kind of really exploded. And would end up playing here two or three nights back in the day, you know. Man. So, yeah. If only I were older. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. You know, you got to see some of the better shows. I will say this. every They've only gotten better with age. And uh, every tour since they came back from the hiatus, uh, I would say all those shows were way better than what I saw back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Right. So they they only got better with age. So Well, uh you ready for your trivia question? Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Name the album with the most tracks and name the album with the least tracks, the least amount of tracks. Uh and are we talking studio albums? Only studio albums. Okay. Um uh, I'm going well, I would say the least amount would have to be um Oh, Hemispheres with four. And uh, let's see, the most ones, boy, it was 
gosh, it probably comes down to Presto. No, um, no, no, no. Uh, Snakes and Arrows uh, would probably have. Shoot, I'm going to go with uh, Snakes and Arrows. I think it has 13. So Snakes and Arrows has the most, and Hemispheres has the least. That's correct. And actually, when I when I thought of this question, I thought it would be Hemispheres and Vapor Trails. I knew Vapor Trails had 13. I uh, then realized Snakes and Arrows doesn't have 12. It also has 13. So I obviously would have taken either one. Nice job, man. Oh, okay, cool. Sweet. All right, we'll talk to you in one week, okay? All right, Jay. Well, hey, you have a good day. You too, man. Thank you. All right, All right bye. Jason Vaughn, how you doing? How are you doing, Jay? I'm good. Where are you calling from? Are you still uh, are you still camping? No, I'm back from camping. I'm in Baldwin, New York. Long Island. Yep, Long Island. Very Baldwin, nice. New York, about a about a six hour drive away. Well, what, what's the what's the go to place to see Rush aside from going into New York City? Is it Jones Beach? Yeah, Jones Beach, Wontaw. And do they? Uh, I, I saw I, I saw them at Jones Beach for Clockwork Angels, but like, let's go back a bunch of tours. Do they always go there? Yeah, they go there all the time. I saw them on the Time Machine tour, and then uh, I also saw them on Snakes and Arrows there. Very cool. It was windy yeah. at my show. Like, that was a very different concert than I've ever seen. Number one, because Getty had his hair pulled back. It was like a 90s throwback. Uh, but it oh, was yeah, also, it was, uh, it, you know, the wind kind of affected the sound. It was always windy there. Entree News sounded great. And circumstances with the down-tuning sounded not so great. But right. That's the story for another day. <laughs> Um, okay, you ready for your question? I sure am. All right, what song from Vapor Trails was originally supposed to be an instrumental? Ooh, all right, think, 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 think. Let's see. Uh, victory. It's not one little victory. I doubt that. It's not Stealing Unlimited. I doubt that. It can't, it can't be a Ghost Rider, I would not think. Oh, man, this is tough. All right, think, think, think. See, freeze, no. Peaceful Kingdom. Oh, God, this is hard. Why do I not know this? This is the album I was introduced to. Well, this is the first mm-hmm. album I bought from Russia after I became a fan in 2000. Jeez. Let's see. Peaceful Kingdom, no. How it is, no. Ah, this is tough. Um, why do I think Freeze? But Freeze is such a good song. Cat. I can't do Peaceful Kingdom. I can't do this. I'm going to go with Freeze. Final answer. Final answer. Incorrect. I got. I stumped you. Ah. It's actually Peaceable ah. Kingdom. <laughs> it was. I knew it was one of those two. I know Peaceable Kingdom is about nine eleven, so I thought that had to have some lyrics in it. Yeah, you oh, were you were climbing up. Answer. You were climbing down the uh, the song order. I thought for sure you were going to sit on Peaceable Kingdom and I was, nail it. I, I I knew it was one of those two. And whenever you say final answer, I kind of think that I'm right. Of course, <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> um. I gotta give you got one point, man. So far, I gotta give you like a a clunker here next week if I can remember. I hope. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm terrible. I like the band, but I'm terrible at this. <laughs> it's all good, man. But I'll I promise I'll see if I can give you a better shot next week. All right, sounds good. Okay, talk to you soon. All right, bye bye. Hey, Mick Wyland, how you doing? Hey. I'm pretty good, man. Where are you calling from? You're down south, aren't you? Yeah, I'm calling from Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. Were you? Uh, no, you were Georgia the last couple of weeks too, weren't you? Uh, I don't think I said it, but I have been. Right. Okay. Uh, where do you see Rush when they uh, what, like? Does what's the nearest Rush venue 
when they're touring? Most of the times it's either Atlanta or Charlotte. I guess for the Snakes and Arrows tour, they did add a leg in Jacksonville, so I was able to get down there. It's only a couple hours. Otherwise, it's about four hours away. Wow. Wow, you got a, a real travel in front of you. Like I would compl- I used to complain about having to go an hour to see Rush yeah. and that they weren't closer, but that's um, I guess I can't complain about that. Uh, yeah. Let me think. I'm going to find a question for you, and we're going to get rolling, all right? Will do. All right, here we go. I'll just do the next one on the list here. What song ends with a deep voice that says, That's nice? That's nice. Oh, <laughs> God, I can hear it. Oh, this is. I think this is that 90s arrow. Presto or counterparts. That's nice. You giving out uh, multiple choice this week? Sure thing. You want it? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Scars, Ghost of a Chance, Chain Lightning, You Bet Your Life. Okay. Well, if you want to bet your life, there's uh, a chance. So, I got, I got to go with Scars. Sky just missed it, man. It's Chain Lightning. Yeah. Yeah. You had it right. You were, you were, uh, you said it was the 90s era, and you kind of narrowed it down to Presto counterparts. I thought for sure you were going to get there. Yeah, that's the thing that comes with old age. You sometimes start to be a song fighter. Hey, man, you're allowed to be old, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, all right, well, as usual, I'll talk to you in a week, okay, dude? All right, well, there. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Hey, Dave Hoffines, how you doing? Good, how you doing, Jay? I'm good. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Now, where in Pennsylvania is that? East, west? Uh, It's south central. It's about an hour and a half from Philly. Gotcha. Very cool. What's uh, what's the closest place you could see Rush on a on a normal tour? Uh, Usually, it would be like Hershey or Philly. Oh, I remember Hershey's got that huge venue, right? Right by the Uh, park. Yep. Yep. And uh, what was the other one you said? Hershey or? Or Philly, Philadelphia. Gotcha. Those are both uh, big, like, hockey arena type places, right? Yes, yep, yep. The, uh, yeah, the Philly one. It's the, uh, where they play, where the Sixers and Flyers play. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right, you ready for your question? Let's do it. All right, I'm going to go right down the list here. And here we go. What is the only song that Getty uses a five-string bass on? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, what happened to no gear questions? What? When did I say no gear questions? <laughs> did I did I say that for real? I think at some point you said, I'm not going to ask, like, crazy. I, yeah, I thought I said, I know I said no theory questions. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you what songs from Presto are in the key of A minor. <laughs> 
But no, I think I think there's there's people that would be salivating over that question. Here's what I'll do. I will I will give you a different question and cuz I'm going to give that question to Alec Pulianis once I call him. Okay. Cuz I know I gave him a really hard one last week and he did not appreciate it. He's a bass player. I'll give that to him. Okay. I'll give you the next one which I don't think is any easier, but it's just the next one on the list. What is the longest track on Clockwork Angels? Um this one I thought I knew the answer to until I looked it up to make sure and I was completely wrong. I want to say, I mean, it seems like it would be Headlong Flight, right? But, I mean, is Clockwork, I I would say Clockwork Angels is probably the longest song. Final answer? Uh, hmm. <laughs> Um, I feel like, yeah, yeah, because I feel like a headlong flight's too easy. So I'll go with Clockwork Angels. It looks like I gave you the perfect hint because you were you hit the nail on the head. I, oh, I thought awesome. the same thing. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's easy. That's headlong flight. In fact, I knew headlong right. flight was up in the seven-minute range. Headlong flight is seven minutes, 20 seconds. And Clockwork Angels, surprisingly, is seven minutes, 31 seconds. I figured you wouldn't give me a, a question that was, that obvious. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. All right. That feels good. I'll give you two points there. Awesome. All right. I will talk to you next week, man. Nice job. All right. Thanks, Jay. How's it going? Hey, Jack Reich. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? I'm good, man. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm in Los Angeles. I'm in, I'm in my house. Los Angeles. So uh, I've been asking people where they normally go to see Rush in their, their hometown uh, but I guess I'll ask you, did you see the last show at the forum? I'm, I wish I had, uh, yeah, a me lot too. of friends of mine did. I did. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't go, but I, I wish I could have gone. Is so like, let's forget about R40 on an, any other normal tour. Um, is that where they normally play or is it some, somewhere else? Uh, no, that, that was a pretty typical touring location. Not at, not a gigantic place. So that, that would have also been kind of nice to see them um see them there but right yeah i ended up just not going all right you ready for your question i am um i will not offer you multiple choice on this one because i'm gonna tell you what album it's on and uh this one i'll I'll let allow you to think about it for a little bit because it'll require some thinking grace under pressures Grace Under Pressure's Between the Wheels fades out, but you can still hear the end of the song. What are the other two tracks on Grace Under Pressure that have fade-out endings? Oh, that's an interesting... Let's see. Um, I don't think... I'm trying to think if Kid Gloves fades out. Um... I'll guess Kid Gloves. You know, I'm not sure it does. Does, that, does Kid Gloves fade out? You got to give me one other one. Because there's two okay, songs Kid that Gloves. fade out. That That's one of the two. Um, yeah, 
wish I knew the. Um, it's not one of the albums I know. I mean, I know Grief Under Pressure, obviously. Uh, but if you want, I'll name the tracks to you. Um, let me just. I'll just. I'll just take a guess. I'm, I'm over two so far in this, so why not make it over three? <laughs> oh <maybe>? no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and and like the first week, I got the first part right and and, and missed. Uh, oh, I gave you uh, another two part question before. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, I don't like. I don't. I tried to not do that. So, in that case, give me one oh, track, and I'll tell you, Kid Gloves is wrong. Give me one track on Grace okay. Under Pressure that fades out. <laughs> aside from Between the Wheels. Um, the two-part questions are not even... as fair as they could be, so I, I don't want to give you more than one. I'm gonna have everybody emailing uh, red, me now. Red lenses. Red lenses? Yeah. Final answer? Yes. You got it, man. We did it. Nice. <laughs> you're well, on the you, board. You're, you're doing me a massive, massive advantage. That's it's all good, man. What was the what was the other one? The other one's the enemy within. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the more well known song. Right. Cool, okay. Listen, we'll do it again next week, okay? All right, thanks. All right, talk to you soon. Alec Pulianis, how's it going? Good, man. How's it going? It's going well. Um, where are you calling from? I know, but I would like everybody else to know as well. I Right now, I'm in Baltimore City. Baltimore City, Maryland. Yep. Where do you like? So where, where do you see Rush on a normal tour, not like a small tour like R40, but on like a Snakes or a Vapor Trails or R30? Where does Rush usually play around you? So they, for R30, they played at the Royal Farms Arena downtown in Baltimore. But they actually only hit that one other time. I only saw them there once, and that was on the Clockwork Angels tour. They usually, I usually had to travel to Virginia to see them at uh, um, Jiffy Lube, or I would travel up to um, Philadelphia to see them. Mm-hmm. So... Is it a yeah. good venue? Do you like it? The one uh, by you? Baltimore Arena? Yeah, it's a nice arena. I like going to indoor shows just because it's dark the whole time, so you can only see the light show. Oh, that's a good point. We were we were saying yeah. earlier how I prefer the outdoor show. Uh, and, and actually, part of that is that I like that it's light out for like maybe six or seven songs. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't really considered that. You don't get the lighting effect if the if it's sunny out. But I, sonically, I think yeah. outdoor shows are better. But that's yeah, they can me. be. That's for sure. Yeah. So I you might that. think that I'm calling for your trivia question, but I'm not. I'm calling to uh, trash talk your baseball team. What? <laughs> what happened, man? Why are you trash talking? Yeah, the Orioles. I think for the first time in our lives, the Orioles are leading their division, and the Indians are leading their division at the exact same time. And uh, that could very well be true. I'm looking at the standings right now, and the Indians are have a better record by half a game over the <laughs> Orioles. So yes, I will be bragging about that. And uh, okay. these divisions are awfully interesting right now. I haven't looked at them in a while, but I do have a trivia question for you, actually. And All I right. gave it to somebody else, and then realized, wait a minute, this is the one I was going to give Alec. 
So, oh, Jesus. I, think, I, I think I'm doing you a favor here to make up okay. for last week. I think. Here we go. Right. Where is Alex's question? Uh, what is the only song that Getty is credited for using a five-string bass? Oh, man. You talked about this on the show. Um. Crap, I should have done my homework. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you said, um, I, I, I believe it was either during Counterparts or Hold Your Fire, but I don't think it's Counterparts because I think that was a lot of down tuning and not five string basses. Uh-huh. Um, isn't it from, um, it, it's uh, Lock and Key, right? That's my final answer. Final answer is correct. Nice job. Yes. We did it. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I'll, I don't know if you were pretending to, uh, if you were pretending that wasn't an easy question, or if you legitimately were, were, you know, trying to I, think. I about remember it. it, man. I didn't, I didn't remember off the top of my head. I had to think about it a little bit. Good. All right, yeah. we got you two points in one round there. So nice job. Awesome. All right, we will talk to you in a week, dude. All right, sounds good. Thanks, man. See you later. Hey, Chris Malloy, how's it going? Hey, Jay. Yeah, it's Jay. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, where are you calling from? I'm calling right now. I'm in Hoosick Falls, New York. Why? Why are you in um, Hoosick Falls so close to where I grew up? <laughs> well, I just figured go back to the source, you know? Okay. <laughs> I'm uh, helping my friend. Uh, he's starting his own coffee shop, so I'm helping build that. That's fantastic. What's it called? It's going to be called Iron Coffee Company. Wow, I like it. Is it right in the town? It's right on Church Street. Very, very cool, man. Yeah. Uh, that's, like, weirdly close to home. Yeah, um, so, so if you're ever in town. Uh, where is Hoosick Falls near? Tell everybody. Uh, it's near, what is it? <laughs> I'm not sure. It's near Vermont, right? It's near Vermont, outside of Albany, New York, right? Near Albany, yep. Um, when Rush comes to town, what uh, is there, like, one big venue they always stop at? They usually go to the uh, the Times Union Center, right? Or do they come to SPAC? I think uh, l- later in their career is mostly SPAC. That's the outdoor. I think that's, that, that's where I've seen them, yeah. Right. Cool. Are you yeah, ready was, uh... for your trivia question? Uh, yeah, as ready as I'll ever be. All right. I need you to name two songs that fade in. Two songs that fade in. Okay. Um, let me think, let me think. Two songs. Just two, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is, uh, is one of them, uh, how about, okay, I'll do two of them. Uh, Here Again and Limelight. Final answer? Uh, you know what, yeah, final answer. Not quite. You had it. Oh, you had it freakishly man. close, because oh, take a friend from the first album, which I think is right next to here again, possibly, oh, if not you know two what? songs away. That one fades yep. in, and also from that album, Finding My Way, the first track fades in. Uh, oh, and we also yep. would have accepted the Necromancer. The Necromancer, right? Right, right now right. you hear it, right? Now, now you know what? It's amazing how that happens. You know? Yeah. All right, man. Well, listen, we'll get you next week, and we'll get you some points on the board here eventually. Hey, you know what? I'm going to keep studying. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Yeah, sounds good. See ya. Bye. Hey, Dylan Bonneau, how's it going? 
I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. Thanks. I'm calling you for your trivia question. You ready to go? Yeah, let's go. All right. Let me see. Okay, so outside of every track on Vapor Trails, name two songs that have two different recordings. Meaning meaning two different versions of the same song. What two tracks? Two different versions outside of Vapor Trails songs. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't count live versions. That's right. Two different studio recordings. I didn't know about the trees version, um, but I, I did. Oh. The working man version I had down as a possible answer, so I'll accept them both. The other two were this might seem really obvious now Caravan and Brought Up to Believe. Oh, yeah. Right? Duh. But you yeah. got it, man. I'll give you two points for that. Oh, sweet. All right. I'll talk to you soon, all right? All right. Have a good, have a good weekend. You too, man. Thank you. Hey, Jack Coletti, how's it going, man? Good, Jay, how are you? I'm good. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, God's country, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. God's country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there a, I assume there's like a main venue in Pittsburgh where Rush always plays on each tour, right? Oh, yeah, so a lot of history, you know, because we're only a couple hours from Cleveland, I think, where they really got their their major exposure um the civic arena in pittsburgh where they usually play hockey is was also a pretty popular uh it's, it's the dome it's the big silver dome structure uh they've since kind of torn that down it was quite old but uh, now they play in uh, uh console arena mm-hmm. in pittsburgh so very nice um are you ready for your trivia question i'm ready ready to go okay here we go Name four celebrity cameos that have been made in Rush concert videos. Four celebrities okay. that have appeared in a concert video. Okay, I can. I think I know two. Uh, pretty uh, offhand. So one is um, Paul Rudd, uh, Dinklage. I guess these count, right? Yep. Okay. Um, Jason Siegel. And. Any one of those knuckleheads from the uh, trailer park guys, boys. <laughs> I just can't recall their names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll count it, man. I, I'm thinking oh, cool. we also have uh, – I didn't know if that would be an easy question or a hard question. didn't sound too hard. We also have uh, from R30 intro uh, Jerry Stiller, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. I know Jack Black's been in a couple videos. I guess you can, if you count that, mm-hmm. this most recent Roll the Bones – uh, rap video you have uh who's the guy from rage against the machine tom Morello, i think was in it uh mm-hmm. there were a bunch of people in that one that's where and we get dinklage dave grohl so there was a an assortment of of guys i hadn't thought of the trailer park boys one so nice job that's uh, a good that's a good question yeah so thank I you needed a little uh 
a little pick-me-up after my last two failures. Oh, that's true. I'm looking at your score right here. You have not scored yet, but you got two points now. <laughs> All right. I'm telling you, we're going to have a... We're gonna have like a wild card round here pretty soon, where um oh, where each person will get like four or five questions at once. It'll be your opportunity oh, nice. to catch up. All right. Okay. We'll Welcome. talk to you in a week, Thank dude. You. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jay. All right. See you. Take care. Bye. Hey, Carl Houghton, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. You okay? I'm good. Do you feel? Are you feeling better this week? I know you didn't feel too yeah. well last week. Yeah, I was feeling rubbish last week, but uh, I'm much more rejuvenated. Carl this week, <laughs> a lot better. So tell us, uh, well, tell us where you're from. Uh, I'm from. I'm originally from Liverpool, home of the Beatles, but I live on the south coast now in a place called Gosport. So where, uh, where in the UK uh, does Rush or had Rush played? When was the last time they were even in your country? Uh, it was about three or four years ago and they usually do london sheffield birmingham glasgow and manchester so they usually do those five so this was the clockwork tour yes it was yeah so i saw them in london for that yeah wow have you uh, how many shows have you seen how many tours have you seen <clears throat> it's frustrating um the first time i saw them was back on r30 and I got to see them four times because I thought if I if this is the only time I ever get to see Rush because <laughs> they haven't played in the UK for years, right? I've got to make the most of it. But then I've since seen them another five times, so I'm on nine, and I am worried I'll never get to that magic ten. And these are all in Britain. Yeah. yeah wow, nine, that's uh, impressive. Four different tours, four different tours, nine shows. Yeah. That's really impressive, and I would have done the same thing. I don't blame you. <laughs> I had a student loan at the time, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll spend hundreds of pounds on the tickets. Right. Okay, are you ready for your trivia question? Yeah, let's do it. See if okay. I can uh, nail it. Let me see here. All right, next on the list it says, uh, what is the, or let me see here, Hope, the song Hope is an instrumental that is two minutes and two seconds long. The shortest instrumental. What is the next shortest instrumental, not counting hope? The next shortest instrumental. <clears throat> so you got YYZ, you got Limbo, um, Archibald, Malignant Narcissism. Hmm. I'm thinking it's going to be Limbo, but just bear with me. I'm just trying to work out what else there is. Take your time. Sorry? No, go ahead. Take your time, is what I said. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I know there's where's my finger on roller bones. There's what you call it on on counterparts. Something tells me it's limbo. I can't remember that feeling that long. Uh, there's not many instrumentals earlier on. I think there's I think there's eight instrumentals, right? If you want to count yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, Let me think one. Probably around about eight. Oh, there's also that one on there's two there's two on there's the two on snakes and arrows and one of those are quite short. What the hell's that one called? It's not larger bowl. What's the instrumental on snakes and arrows? Um, is that malignant narcissism? It is, isn't it? <laughs> I'm yeah, not I telling think, you. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think malignant narcissism's on snakes and arrows. I'm gonna go with that. 
final answer. Yeah. Yeah, you got it, man. Nice job. You had me worried because no, you had me worried because he said the larger bowl earlier. I'm like, did he just say the larger bowl? And then you were going through them yeah, all, I and always, you hadn't mentioned it yet. I don't know why. It's like I think larger bowl. And I always think, like seem to think that's an instrumental, and I'm like, no, actually, malignant narcissism. <laughs> uh, okay, man. Thank you, and we'll talk to you in a week. That's all right, man. Good to speak to you. All right, see it. Hey, Judah Rice. Yep. How you doing, man? Good. Yeah, uh, dad, is uh, is Dave there as well? No, it's just it's just me today. Just you, okay. Uh, where are you calling from? Calling from my home in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. I imagine there's a venue there where they were rush plays because they filmed there. What's the name of the venue? Or uh, no, 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 no. They filmed in they filmed in Dallas, right? But they, I think they shot some uh, footage in Austin as well. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I saw them on the first show of the 2013 win in Austin. The 2013? Okay, cool. What's the name of the place? Do you know? It's the Frank Irwin Center. Do they come there, like, on every ma- major tour? Yeah, I, I think uh, they missed it on R30, but other than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad and I were going to go for Time Machine a few years ago, but I think he had a back, not back surgery. He had um, surgery right before it, and he wasn't able to make the show. And but uh, we were able to make it up with going to Clockwork. So yeah, Clockwork fun. definitely gave us enough to choose from. That was a huge tour. Yeah, I, w- I was kind of bummed because they played uh, Limelight in the uh, oh, um, Dreamline, right? Uh, they played Limelight in that spot, you know. Which, well, what was it in uh, place of? It was in place of either Dreamline or, or Manhattan Project or something, right? No, it was uh, earlier in the show. I think it was Middletown, but it was in place of Middletown, Middletown not Manhattan. That's right. Yeah, that was, a, that was, I would argue, one of the biggest travesties in Russia's history. That And on one tour, they alternated Limelight with an absolute, gem middletown and i don't mean that like limelight's not a gem limelight's amazing but geez how many times have i heard limelight and i've never heard middletown you know yeah Uh, but anyway yeah middletown is one of my favorite songs of theirs oh yeah it's great power windows uh okay uh, here's your question okay okay let me see okay i need two songs from a live album that Getty takes an extended bass solo? Um, well, there's Leave That Thing Alone from Time Machine, which is one of my all-time favorite Getty bass moments. Um, at the end, you know, where he kind of goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And one more? And I think there's, there's one from Signals. Um, it was on, uh, I think it was Digital Man. From Snakes and Arrows. Well, all right. So explain to me where the extended bass solo is in that song, because I'm trying to think. It, it, it's it's toward it's toward the end. You know, he he does that. The yeah. um, the little bit they added at the end, the little tag they added at the end of um, Digital Man on Snakes. Yeah, okay. That's a bass solo, but it's not really an ex- it's not an extension like that. That's yeah. just the part that's fading out. Can think think again. Like what's another one? 
Because I can think of yeah, a couple. Um, I've got two uh, written down that I know for sure, but I think there's a few more. Did you get leave that thing one in time or something? Yep, though, there's one. Kind of crazy, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I think there's maybe another counterpart song. Um, it's not Secret Touch, though. So. You know, judging by luck, it probably is here <laughs> that. But, um, let's see. Um, oh, uh, Driven from Paper Trail. Yeah, that was, that was the big one I was thinking of, right? That's like yeah. the whole band stops and Ged just plays yeah. all this stuff that's not on the actual recording. Yeah. Nice. And, of course, um, there's also a movie up in that same show where, you know, it's Getty, you know, and of course the Alex Ram and Getty's doing a little. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, La Vie, or um, yeah. Girl from Ipanema. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that one. There's also like sometimes at the end of Red Barchetta, he does some extra stuff. It's that's yeah. sort of like a, on the line for the if we're gonna consider that an extension. But you, I mean, you got both of them correct, so I got I got you the points. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that, that's that's right. Red Barchetta, when I saw them, I saw them in R40 on, in Houston because I don't like the venue they played in Austin. After, just after a rush show, didn't sound all the feeling. So my dad and I went to Houston and Kansas City. But in Kansas, in Houston, they played the A-set list, so we got Red Barchetta. Mm-hmm. Um, which is based, I think I think that's the same set list they did in New York, Sam, minus losing it, you know. Right. Um, yes, it was an A-set list. But it was it was nice in Kansas City. We really got some gems, you know. That was the beast that was we had, you know, how it is and camera eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, and again, another travesty. But <laughs> I'll uh, I'll yeah. you know go back and listen to the old episodes from a year ago where I ranted about our forty. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was good to talk to you, man. And we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Great. Thanks. All right. See, see ya. ya. Hey, Keith Marin, how's it going? Jay Manis going good how are you sir i'm good man thank you where are you calling from thank you i'm not calling you're calling i'm calling you where where are <laughs> uh, you that's right <laughs> i'm in nashville tennessee nice we got a lot of guys from the south i love really? it really yeah cool. Nash- i hear nashville is the place not that that's an unknown thing music, but like music city usa oh yeah every musician i've ever played with in new york has been like nashville is amazing and actually austin One of the big our, three. our last cost our last caller was from austin and he's um that's another city that i hear is yeah, an austin. amazing place for a performing musician absolutely true so is there one big venue that rush always hits when they come to nashville I say again, is there what? Is there one major venue that they play at each tour? Uh, who's that, Rush? Yeah. Well, it, it, we used to have an outdoor amphitheater, and I caught them in, uh, what tour did I see out there? I believe it was, it was, uh, what? It, I, oh, it was the 30th anniversary tour. Uh-huh. R30, and I remember it was my first time ever seeing a Rush train wreck. Oh, they, what was I'm, it? I'm sure you've. Uh, um, it was not time since. So, what's the other stuff? Force Ten. Force Ten. It was the second or third song of the night. Was it the power and, outage? 
No, I don't believe it was a power outage. Because there's a I, there's I'm, a video of a of power outage during Force Ten, but I, I I'm listening. What was the train wreck? No, a train wreck. They 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 lost the beat, but wow. they came back out. They came back. It was like they were free floating for two or three beats, and then they came right back down. It, it was it was amazing to see. I mean, but you could tell that <laughs> you look at the look on their faces. Um, you know, and that was op- that was opening night. Of, of the R30 tour. Oh, yikes. And, yeah, and I've seen a couple of opening nights. I caught the opening night of um, the Power Windows mm-hmm. Power Windows tour up in, I believe it was Portland, Maine. And uh, just before they went on, I had noticed, and I'll never forget, they they were nervous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there were a lot, of, a lot of synthesizer nervous. duties uh, on that one. That, that that's right. I'm sure that was kind of stressful. Interesting. That's but Getty's cool you know, amazing. He doesn't sweat. I've got a friend that's in a Rush tribute band, and that dude sweats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a lot of work. We for used one to, guy. we love teasing Alex because when my brother and my dad and I would go see Rush tours in like the late 2000s, we would you know Alex would come out in this like light colored gray button down and it would just get darker and darker as the night went on and it was like alex and now the dude yeah. the poor guy's up there and he wears a, a blazer over everything just so he doesn't look like a like an absolute mess sweating Gosh. through everything uh, yeah i don't know how they wear those jackets on stage they're so hot yeah um okay are you ready for your question yeah, i'm ready i am i just it's pretty simple i just need you Good. to give me the longest the two longest instrumentals the two longest instrumentals, uh, La Via Strangiato. Yep. And uh, after that would be, um, okay, uh, a, a long instrumental, uh, the main monkey business. Is that your final answer? Um, I, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. You got it. All right. Nice job. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. You got it, man. We'll talk to you in a week. All right, man. Have a great week. I'm looking forward to hearing the podcast. All right. Thanks, man. See you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, Robert Lombardi. Yes, that's me. How you doing? Doing just fine. How are you? I'm good. Where are you calling from? I am calling from West Massachusetts, called town called Sutherland. I don't live there, but I'm, that's where I am right now. Uh, say the town again. Sunderland. Oh, interesting. I uh, I grew up close to Western Massachusetts in New York State. Oh, okay. Um, where where are you from? Uh, originally from uh, the Chicopee area down in the Pioneer Valley, so Western Mass. Where's the closest venue for you to go see Rush? Uh, probably the Worcester Central. I see. And do they usually hit that on any regular tour? Yeah, the last time I went was in Boston uh, at the Garden. Uh-huh. Boston. How far are you from Boston? Oh, I'd say about an hour. Oh, that's not bad. I, I would go to Boston to see. <laughs> I would spend an hour. That's <laughs> uh, nothing in New England. Um, all right. Are you ready for your question? I'm ready for my question. Um, I'll, I'll give you the option. I've got one lyric. I've got a lyric question here, but I know I've done that a bunch. If you want it, or do you want a different kind of question? Oh, I'm really good with the lyrics. How do we deal with that? You want the lyric? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the lyric is, you've got to let it go. Got to let it go. 
are delicious. Uh, is that uh, Open Secrets off the Heat, off the Hold Your Fire album? Final answer? I believe that's it, yeah. That is correct. I'm very, very proud of you for getting that correct. Because... One of my favorite albums, so I know that one. Oh, well. okay. Yeah, I held it very near to my heart as well, and I um, I didn't think anybody would be able to get that. And a really obscure lyric from a really obscure song on a really obscure album. So nice job. <laughs> well, you can come up with some more obscure ones. I love the challenge. Cool. Okay. Well, we're going to do a lyric round here coming up, so uh, you'll be ready. Uh, I will be ready. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Matthew Seeloff, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm currently calling from home in Santa, Arizona. Arizona. Is there a, a, a like one specific venue that Rush always comes to that's nearby? Uh, can you repeat that? Is there one, like when Rush is touring regularly, like maybe 10 years ago, is there one specific venue in Arizona that's near you that you can go see the band? Uh, they usually play at the, uh, it's going to call it a bunch of things. Uh, it was a U.S. Airway Center for a while. I think it's a different name now, but that would, that would generally be the place. Mm-hmm. Cool. That was where they did R40. Oh, they didn't do that on R40. No, they did, that was where they did R40. Oh, I see. Okay, uh, I got a question for you. Are you ready? I am ready. What Presto song is partially represented in most of Neil's drum solos? Um, oh, I, I actually know that one. That's going to be actually my least favorite song from the album, but it, it stars. That's right. Did you say you just researched it? Is that what you said? No, uh, it's, it's my least favorite song on the album, but I actually know that because I'm a drummer and I, I know a lot about um, Neil's solos. Yeah, I'm actually in the same boat. I know a couple people who, that I've introduced to Rush who love that song, and um, I uh, I've always kind of thought the same thing. It's a, I thought it was a weak song, but it had a, a really cool drum part. Uh, I don't really get that song, honestly. Uh, but then again, I really like "Available Life," and that's a weird song too. So. Oh, you do? So you don't hate that album? Like, especially the back half of that album is a similar vibe all all around. Oh yeah, I like I like that. Anagram. That's such a weird song, but I love it. You you like Anagram too? I love I, I Anagram. Wonder, I wonder. I think I'm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just uh, I, I maybe I even like Scars more than Anagram. I just think Anagrams. That's the weird one for me, but. I... It's, it's definitely weird. It's a goofy song. It's, it's the only other rough song that I would call goofy besides Anagram is probably Dog Years, but uh, Anagram is definitely up there. Yeah, I just it, it always felt like Scars was an exercising exercising keyboards and 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 maybe it was more of like a singing song, a song yeah. you know written around the vocals or something. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll yeah. never know. I mean, nothing on that album is as good as the past. So. Well, you've got a pretty nice score here, so you're doing a good job. Keep it up. All right. All right, I'll talk to you in a week, man. All right. Sorry again for being late. <laughs> no problem. All right, see you. All right, bye. And that's it. That was fun. This gets more fun every week. I feel like it, we uh, we get into a groove a bit more each time we do this. 
I've got a few extra questions here, and that's good because I'm going to need them in the next couple weeks. Here's the plan. The plan is to, we'll probably do another like miscellaneous question, a miscellaneous bag of questions like we did today, next week. Then the week after that, I believe, I'm, I hopefully if I can get the scheduling right, I need producer Kevin for this. I want to do lyrics 2.0. Which I'm mo- I'm I'm most excited for that episode, and there might be another part of that episode that you'll enjoy as well. Hopefully, if all goes according to plan. And then after that, I think we're gonna do the championship round, which will just be one episode. I'll take like the top five, maybe like top three to five people, depending on if people are tied, and we'll do we'll do a championship round. It'll be a little different. Uh, We'll get there when we get there. You know what I'm saying? We'll worry about that when the time is right. But thank you to all the contestants. Thank you to the listeners for being here. And we'll see you guys in a week later. (laughs)